Hey, this is Butch Patrick, and I'm looking at this really cool card, and if you're hearing my voice, then you are listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. That's right. We met Butch Patrick today. It's all true. That is all real audio that you just heard. Butch Patrick calling my business card cool. Graciously lending his voice and image, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, to the Half-Ass Horrorcast brand, endorsed by Mr. Butch Patrick, a.k.a. Eddie Munster, the original Eddie Munster. That's well, I guess he's technically the second Eddie Munster. Oh, after a good old Happy. Yeah, what was his last name? After I forget, already lost his, forgotten his yeah. last name. Yeah, we just uh, watched a documentary about the history of the Munsters. It comes on the DVD. It's also on YouTube if you want to look it up. I'm sure you can just look up Munsters documentary. Mm. But it's like 45 minutes long. It's pretty interesting. Mm. The original portrayal of Eddie Munster was much different than how Butch played him. Yeah, it was this young actor named Happy something, I'm sure. Mm. We should, you should just drop it in later. Yeah. You know, Happy Derman. That guy. So mm. anyway, he... Um, he played it more like a werewolf, like a scary monster. Yeah, he was almost like a like hunchback style too, like the yeah. the classic portrayal of a like, yes master, yes, like yeah. that type of thing. He kind of had that going on a little bit too. Yeah, he seemed like a little little bit meaner. Yeah, unhinged, yeah. if you will. Yeah. You never let me have any fun. I'm gonna hold my breath and turn myself back into a toast. <laughs> you always picking on me too. You never talk that way to Marilyn. Just never you mind about Marilyn. Now, you must remember that she's not as fortunate as the rest of us. Try this jacket on. I won't. I hate it. It says I... All right, then you're going to go right upstairs and get into bed. And don't forget to close the lid. <laughs> so they uh, they recast with Butch, and then Butch played it straight, like a like a, mm. like a cute kid in any kind of sitcom at the time. And... I think he said, you know, kind of a leave it to beaver type of yeah. vibe a little bit, so... Boy, look at the neat lightning. I sure hope it hits our house. <laughs> How do you like me as Priscilla? Corny, why don't you dress up as a lady gorilla or, or something pretty like that? And it uh, worked really well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we, uh, there was, a, I, I just found out a couple days ago that there's a car show that was going on in Nashville. At the Nashville Palace. That's right. And um, the first thing I saw was that it was, they were going to have Dragula and the Munster coach there. And Dragula, we actually just watched the episode of the Munsters where the Dragula car is featured, where Grandpa makes a, a drag racing car out of a coffin. Yeah. Herman becomes a punk. Yeah. And uh, so just a recap of the episode, basically, like, Eddie is really into drag racing and he wants his dad to become a drag racer. So Herman soups up there, the Munster coach, the family car, and makes a bet with a guy at the drag race that his car can beat his if yeah. uh if he loses he has to give up his car and of course he loses and then they go to grandpa and grandpa fixes everything by making his own uh drag racing car out of a coffin and what was it, it was like organ pipes as the exhaust oh yeah 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 
And uh, those are the two cars that we saw today at the show. They were replicas, not actual screen-used cars from the show, but they were still really cool. And they had this Eddie Munster mannequin sitting yeah, in the back. Yeah, sitting where he would normally sit, yeah. Yeah, and the gigantic club that he has at the in the intro of season two when he walks through the door. Um, they had a little mini uh, spot by one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. And then the trailer that they use to transport these vehicles, I, I, I assume, and eventually we'll have a video up on our YouTube channel if you want to check it out, um, it has uh, that character like on the trailer itself. Right, yeah. You know, um, spot, right? Yeah, like the, and, the dragon yeah. pet. Not like painted, rather, mind you, but like an actual like head of a dinosaur-esque a dragon type of character. Yeah, it's like a little three-dimensional head kind of sticking yeah. out the end of it. Pretty cool. Yeah. It was, uh, it was uh, yeah, it was really cool to see those cars and like get a good look at them up close and yeah, it was super cool and I think I underestimated um, how much of a life those vehicles have outside of the series mm-hmm. um, because so many people were excited and I think it's just because those vehicles have kind of taken on a life of their own and people kind of appreciate them yeah just as dragsters and just iconography mm-hmm. uh, you know because it seemed like there were a lot of people interested in those cars yeah. And quite a few people were coming up to Butch, too, because I always have that worry when there's a someone from a previous generation signing mm-hmm. at something like this that it's going to be awkward because there won't be anyone around them appreciating who they right. are and stuff like that. But no, he was pretty damn popular. Like oh, yeah. it, it was kind of hard to, to get in there and talk to him a little bit. So Yeah, I felt kind of bad at one point we were... Um... We were talking to him, and this some guy walked up to him. He's like, "Hey, I grew up watching you on TV," and he was in the middle of talking to us. And he did uh, he did stop for a second and acknowledge the guy and smiled at him. I was like, "Oh, thank you so much." And but uh, I kind of felt bad, like I I had kind of taken his that guy's kind of moment away from. <laughs> well, I mean, just for the listener though, you gave Butch a um, an illustration of Eddie Munster right. um, that you you drew yourself. Mm-hmm. So you were kind of having a moment then, and That's he true. was talking to you, and then this guy just kind of like felt the need to. I guess he got excited and just, yeah, because his literal quote, by the way, was something like. Um, you were my childhood, is what he said. Oh yeah, you know. So, so I mean, he he probably just got swept up in the moment, and just right, had to yeah. say something in that moment, and then, you know, Butch kind of graciously kind of said, you know, like you said, acknowledged yeah. him, and then just kept talking to you because, yeah. you know, you were literally standing there. So right. I mean, yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. Like, um, like we had talked to him for a second. I gave him the drawing and everything, and we wanted to see if we we could get him to do a little sound bite for us. And I was nervous about approaching him again because I was like, I don't want to bother him. Like I feel right. like I've already kind of, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I want to push it. Sure, because we then, got uh, we got the autographs. We each individually got autographs, and then we each individually got uh, pictures taken with them right. in front of, you know, the vehicle. And uh, I think in the moment we felt good about that, and yeah. we were walking around looking at other cars, and and then you were like, we really should have gotten him to do a quick, just yeah. a little sound drop for us. Um, yeah. And then I was too nervous to do it, so you did it. And then, uh, and he was real, like you said, he's very gracious. He didn't, he didn't seem put out in any way. He was like, "Oh yeah, sure." Yeah. <laughs> and, and bear in mind, he was busy. Like yeah. there were a lot of people coming up to him and everything, and he was doing really well yeah. as far as people paying for autographs and stuff. But yeah, he was like professional. Like like you mm-hmm. said, he kind of, I think you said it off mic, but he kind of turned turned the actor mode on when he uh, did the little sound drop for us. Yeah. Know? And not to uh, trash talk anybody who's done it sound bites for us before, but I think his is the best one we've we've gotten. Like yeah. he sounds the most like enthusiastic and yeah, 
really cool. I think uh, in the past we've had some people feel like we're putting them on the spot and they feel the pressure to perform. Right. And then other people, you know, not, not that they were jerks, but they you can tell they feel a little put out by you asking them to do something yeah. like that, you know. They're just kind of like, I'll just say this to get you guys out of here. Right, right. <laughs> so he, he kind of hit the right tone with us of yeah, all the yeah. multiple people we've asked to do that so far. So Yeah, and cool. we'd, I'd really... Uh, uh, if if we had had more time, I would have we, I would have asked him if he wanted to do a, an interview for, with us, mm. um, in a, at a later date. Uh, he doesn't live in Nashville, but he comes here a lot. I asked him about it. I asked him if he lived here because he he does a lot of signings around here a lot, and uh, so I asked if he lived here, and he said that he lives in California, but he has a friend that lives in Nashville yeah. and so he comes out to visit him a lot and stays at his house and when he's out here he does signings and things like that so I, I definitely think that should be something we kind of quietly work on to yeah. get an interview with him because he's 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 got a unique I think world view um, like you mentioned off mic of mm-hmm. being a monster kid yeah you know like he's of the perfect age to love those things right and he maybe potentially got to interact with some of those people yeah. at, at, at certain points the classic monsters mm-hmm. and like you mentioned he was on the monkeys and yeah he's got all these like i would think really cool stories so yeah he's like i i would love to talk to him just because it feels like uh you know he was a monster kid and then literally became a monster kid like yeah. on tv you know so it, be, when we met him, he was even wearing a Universal Monsters yeah, uh, that's right. shirt that had like all the major characters, mm-hmm. you know, kind of collage type of thing. Yeah, and uh, I even complimented him on his shirt. I was like, hey, nice shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And he's got a, I, mean, I even mentioned to him at the time, I, I went out to California to visit some friends kind of recently and we went to this one store and the lady at the store was saying like, oh, have you guys been to this antique mall? Butch Patrick has a store in there where he sells, you know, a lot of kind of personal items or at least they're on display in this little store. So we drove over there and looked at it and uh, he's got like letters from Yvonne DiCarlo and uh, personal photos and stuff like that in there. I can't remember the name of the, the antique mall, but, oh, I remember it's called King Richard's Antique Mall in Whittier, California. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Good call. So if you're ever in Southern California and you want to check it out, it's kind of neat. And then there's also a huge antique mall if you're into that kind of thing. So, You know, as far as the car show goes, there were a lot of gearheads there. And uh, apparently uh, I'm completely ignorant of the whole, like, I guess, what do you want to call it? Rockabilly, maybe? Yeah. Scene? But there were a lot of people there that seemed... There was a lot of crossover, it seems, with mm-hmm. monster stuff and, uh, you know, maybe gearhead culture. I don't know what to call it. Uh, dragster culture. Um, yeah, it was sort of like that kind of 50s leather right. kind of look going with a lot of people with tattoos. And, you know, the guys with like the kind of like pompadours, slick back hair and the, the girls. like Almost like 50s, 60s style look. Did you notice the Japanese couple? No. I'm there were a Japanese couple there, and they were youngish. I would put them like mm-hmm. 30-ish, and oh. uh, they had like the whole look going on, yeah. like the, you know, the rockabilly look, whatever, mm-hmm. slick back hair, and they had tattoos, and <laughs> the girl looked like a pinup style girl, yeah. and everything, young lady. And, because uh, uh, I assumed that they were local, or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they started talking, and they were speaking in Japanese, or oh. whatever, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. I wonder if they're <laughs> like, 
you know, doing the whole like Memphis, the Nashville thing, mm-hmm. or you know, uh, who knows? I mean, how they're kind of going about yeah. checking out stuff around here, but it and was they cool. Looked up and they're like, "Oh, whoa, yeah. Patrick's gonna be here. Let's go meet Good Eddie Munster." <laughs> so yeah, that's the second Eddie Munster we've met. Yeah. So we just have to meet Ben Stiller, and then we'll have the full yeah. deck. Well, no, I guess technically there was the TV movie. Yeah, and we um, have to also have to meet Happy Derman. Oh yes. So, Good old happy, and then if he's uh, still alive. I don't even know <laughs> whoever played him in that uh, '90s TV movie. Oh right, the one with uh, Eddie Herman. Yeah, or Edward Herman. Yeah. So there's a, there's a few, but of the major ones, we've obviously met the original, the OG Butch mm-hmm. Patrick. We've met uh, Monsters Today, Jason Marsden. Yes, and uh, now we just have to track down Ben Stiller. Yeah, and then we'll have all. We should. Wouldn't it be amazing if we get an interview with Ben Stiller when we only talk about Eddie the Munster? Munsters thing? Obviously, he loves the Munsters, so it would be oh, a yeah. pretty good conversation, probably. So he'd probably be like, "Oh, uh, cool. uh, you know, one of our listeners has to have a connection to Ben Stiller. Yeah, help us out. Hook us up." You want to start about the Munsters a little bit? Just yeah, like a few minutes. Yeah, uh, we'll do that. Um. Because like we're we're actually in uh, Jeff's new place in his office, his you know kind of studio, if you will, and on the walls are a lot of uh, Munster's uh, prints and memorabilia, that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been a been a fan of the Munsters pretty much my whole life. I I remember as a kid, my dad. Anytime the Munsters would come on on reruns on TV, he would always yell for me, like, Jeff, Munsters mm. are on. Turn it on channel, whatever, you know. Uh, and I always loved it when I was a kid. There was something about that show that just, like, really captured my attention, and I yeah. just, I loved it. Uh, it was sort of like the same with Twilight Zone, so. Well, and I, I uh, always preferred them to the Adams Family, and, and I liked the Adams Family, but I liked that uh, Herman, or the Munsters in general, they're kind of blue collar, like yeah. I, like I kind of like that about them. Uh, whereas the Adams family, to me, kind of always seemed like the upper crust, you right. know, kind of elitist type of characters, which I still love. But you know, I, I always kind of related a little bit more, I think, to the monsters and their dynamic. Yeah, so. and it was it. The monsters seemed more like a, they were kind of like a a, a live action cartoon yeah. in a lot of ways, uh, which I, I, you know, I was thinking about it a while back because you know they keep trying to reboot the monsters every few years and I thought like well, they should just do an animated show right. or a movie and now the the Adams Family has an animated movie come out so who knows maybe hopefully if that does well maybe some people will be like hey let's do a Munsters version too did you ever see the um, the Munsters from a few years ago where they try to sex it up where Jerry yes, O'Connor O'Connell was mm-hmm. Herman and yeah, it's uh, called Mockingbird Lane yeah yeah. how was it what, what... I, I really liked it really I, yeah I was uh after watching, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't continue with it. Like it's it's very different from the original version, right? But it's kind of cool to have like a a do a new different take on it. Like uh, Jerry O'Connell's not anything like uh, Fred Gwynn, but which I, I I kind of appreciate that they went in a different direction because I feel like the original Munsters, um, uh, Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis were they were the heart of that show. Like they they were kind of they're the best part of the show for me they're right. they're, they're dynamic with each other and they had really good chemistry and really funny together 
and uh, I think people have tried to do kind of impressions of them over the years mm-hmm. whenever they've tried to reboot it and uh, I like that in the Mockingbird Lane version that they were just like well we're not going to be able to recreate <laughs> the chemistry between Fred right. Wynn and Al Lewis so let's do something different so yeah I mean if they rebooted it and in, in, to make it stick they would almost have to cast two people that one could play straight and one could go you know swinging for the fences and they could play off each other yeah probably preferably two people that have worked together a lot mm-hmm. so that it would be a little bit natural I guess but that's a tall order I guess nowadays so yeah it would be yeah. it would be fun to kind of like think about that for a while and kind of pick out the people we think would be good right in a reboot because uh I mean, I we've been like in our private, in our personal lives, we've been doing that with the Fantastic Four movie for months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like every time we think of someone, like, ooh, what about this guy? Is this character? <laughs> and uh, I feel like this is totally going off topic, but like we should be in charge of making the next Fantastic Four movie because I feel like we're building up a really great cast. <laughs> right, and they'll probably just cast. Well, no, no, Marvel does a pretty good job usually. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to speak too soon, yeah. but. In the past, with Fantastic Four reboots or movies, mm-hmm. they've just cast young people, and yeah. that seems to be the only criteria: is like try to get young, someone young and hot, yeah. and don't worry about the rest of it. So, yeah, and we've also included Namor in, as part of the cast. Yes, and uh, I really love your idea of uh, oh, is Oscar Isaac yes. playing him. Like Oscar that's Isaacs. like oh, man, mm. that that's that's perfect. Yes, because at first I said Zachary Quinto, which. He's, he looks the part too, but I, I don't know. I kind well, of, and I there's like, the classic uh, how Leonard Nimoy almost played uh, Namor in a oh, live yeah. action Submariner. I think I think it was going to be a TV show, huh. and he came. He was like one of the people they were considering. This is like in the '60s when he was athletic and everything. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, but is he like, well, I have to have my shirt off for every episode? <laughs> no thanks. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, Oscar Isaac's could be a good Prince Namor. Yeah, but, down. So we could do the same thing with monsters. Like, there's no, I can't think of any good like comedy teams off the top of my head, like current ones. No, um, I mean honestly, I would be tempted. Uh, you're gonna disagree with me a bunch, <laughs> uh, but I saw that Laurel and Hardy movie um, oh, yeah. recently, and uh, I think it's Coogan, isn't that his name? Yeah, Steve Coogan. Steve Coogan, I think would be an okay uh, grandpa monster. Yeah, and then. Uh, get uh, what's his John face John C. Riley. John C. Riley yeah. and Dewey Herman I think that would be a pretty that, cool you know start starting place yeah. you know and then build around them maybe I really like that actually yeah. like uh, John this C. is totally Riley. off the cuff by the way yeah. I have not given any thought to this yeah. so and we'll, we'll think about it some more we might bring it up later in a yeah. later podcast but yeah I really like the idea of uh, John C. Riley because I've seen John C. Riley in person, and he's very tall. So he would be a sure. he could play like a Frankenstein monster type character, like and just stature wise. He's also has a lot of similarities with Fred Gwynn in the sense that he's a classically trained like actor. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the chops, but he also ends up playing a lot of comedic roles. Obviously, yeah. so it'd be kind of interesting to see him kind of slip into that kind of the same persona. So. Now, I know the most recent movie with this comedy duo kind of bombed, but what about him and Will Ferrell? Well, to be honest, <laughs> I thought of that before yeah. I said Steve Coogan. Oh, okay. Just because I think Coogan, I think, looks, favors yeah. uh, Grandpa just a little bit yeah. more. So, I don't think And would... he could probably play the straight man a little better than right. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell would definitely... He would almost need to be Herman, I think, Will Ferrell. I don't know yeah. if he would fit as Grandpa very well. That's a good point. 
he would be good in it though like as maybe like an he could be the villain like right, the guy, the street guy <laughs> yeah. The, yeah the epa guy or whatever yeah. you know exactly a little or, bit of like a little peck going on there yeah absolutely. you get uh eva green for lily eva green how do i know that name i, I may have just made up a name she's oh. the one from penny dreadful oh i haven't seen that and, show people have told me it's great though well I, I bring her up every time we talk about casting a goth person yeah a goth woman i always say her and i think that's her name mm. um who would you think would be a good lily oh who would uh, be a good lily munster Say um, Bronca Mars, I think would be good. Get her, oh, really? get her in a wig, wig yeah. you know. I can see that. I'm trying to think of uh, if there's anybody that kind of. P.S. That was our Sue Storm. That was Jeff's. That idea. was one. Of, I've I've gone back and forth. I've I've thought of several other actresses I like better than her since then. Like mm. I mean, not better than her as an actress. I just mean like in that role as Sue Storm. Uh, and uh, off the top of my head, I've forgotten who it was now so my pick for Reed Richards originally was Patrick Wilson Patrick Wilson and then the lady who plays his wife in the Conjuring movies uh, Vera. Vera Vera Farmiga yeah. yeah like I thought they would be a good but they might be if they start filming the movies now and they go on for like 10 years they might be a little too old towards yeah, the end it would work it'd be yeah. fine they're supposed to be a family so yeah. you know they don't have to be young kids but yeah but I thought like oh that's that would be a good one but anyway um, oh what about Olivia Wilde as Lily oh she'd be perfect yeah, yeah. good call I'm sure I could uh, I'll, 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 I'll keep thinking about this we, we should have this discussion later too once we yeah. kind of come up with some more ideas oh the new Eddie Munster could be that kid who's like in everything now he was in the that episode of the Twilight Zone where he's like the president. Right, right, right. And he was in that movie Room, and I can't think of his name. But yeah, I think I only. Think I remember that. exactly what it is. Jacob Tremblay. You're right. That's who it was. <laughs> I totally forgot. But he. Uh, they would have to make it right now though, because he'll he'll. That's the type of character that you need to cast pretty young. So. Yeah. Because he's a. Uh, a big reason why I'm picking him is because he's one of the only child actors I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's like other child actors out there that are better suited for that role, but how about Marilyn? You need a blonde, blonde kind of square. Yeah. Like that's the thing is I'm too old to really know any young actresses these yeah. days. Um, well, she'd have to be like, you know, girl next door type. And she definitely has to be classically beautiful or the jokes won't land with her being um, horrific to the rest of the monsters. Because if you cast someone that even looks remotely normal, then Mm -hmm. it'll be like, man, they're being really mean to her. Like, you won't (laughs) get the joke, you know? Yeah, she has to be, like, gorgeous. Right. But the, uh, that's the one thing in the the Mockingbird Lane show that kind of didn't work for me was that, I mean, the actress they picked for that was fine, but she, they... They tried to dress her up to look like the Marilyn from the the sixties. Yeah. But the joke in the sixties with that was that she was a modern, beautiful woman that looked of the time and everything and in the one that came out earlier this decade, like she looked like a throwback to the sixties. And uh but you know, like when they when they did the monsters today in the nineties, you know, they did they, they looked very like early nineties, you know. The the Eddie was wearing the day glow right, right. clothes and the, the girl playing Marilyn had like uh permed hair perm- and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like like lots of aquanet and like <laughs> <laughs> little scrunchies in her hair and stuff and it looking back at it now it looks kinda silly, but uh but that's kinda how you have to do it with Marilyn, I I think. You have to have like who you know 
the look of the time. Yeah. She's got to be totally normal to lure in regular people to the monster's yeah. home. And then they go, oh, my God, where am I? You know. Who are some, like, current young actresses that are really popular right now that you know of? Me? I don't know of any. Yeah, me either. Ah, we've gotten old. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, these, like, new young actors. Um, how about uh, Harry Potter girl? Oh, uh, Emma Watson? Yeah. Yeah. She might be a little too old by now, too. No, yeah. no, yeah, she's like college age, right? She's so, probably like 25 ish. Yeah, might be all right. Know. I'm not. It's so weird. So I, I can't even. Yeah, because she played Belle in that uh, Beauty and the Beast movie. Margot Robbie. Yeah. She's also a little too old, though, at this point, I feel like. Well, I mean, they can retrofit it also. It is, she doesn't yeah. have to literally be in college. I mean, they yeah. could just have, you know. A lot of people play younger, too. Yeah, yeah Margot Robbie. She's stunning. So, for the record, I'm not really into blondes. So, <laughs> <laughs> who have we? I feel like we're leaving someone out. So we got Grandpa, Herman, Lily, Marilyn, Eddie. Yeah, I think we got. Yeah, we got them all. Yeah, we talked about all of them. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, if we think of any better ones, I'm sure I'll I'll, I'll not be able to stop thinking about this. <laughs> you know, uh, another decent uh, grandpa would be uh, Steve Carell, maybe. He could kind of play that part pretty well, oh, yeah. and like him in the getup would be hilarious alone. Yeah. I mean, so that's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. What about uh, Aubrey Plaza as Lily? Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, be kind, kind of, of funny. make her more deadpan. Yeah. sort of. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. That should be a cool one. Yeah, I, I want. I'm definitely going to keep thinking about this. Marilyn, all of them. Oh. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna make like a list. I'm gonna be emailing you like <laughs> you should, every uh, other hour. That should be your your first blog post. You should come up with the <laughs> thing, and I'll put yep. it in there. Like all the monsters today, <laughs> 2019. By Jeffrey Lorenzo Wilson. I guess that's really about it. I mean, and I just want to say, like, I think there would be an audience for the monsters. I, th- I think if it was done correctly, um, it could be just as popular as the Adams Family. Because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of buzz and a lot of goodwill to the idea of a new Adams Family, mm-hmm. you know, effort. And uh, the Munsters are not as beloved, I think, in mainstream culture, like when you put it out front. Mm-hmm. But I think quietly, under the surface, there's a lot of Munsters fans that oh, would really yeah. come out for it. So Yeah, like if you go to Halloween Town or any of these kind of like horror-specific stores, yeah, I mean, they're just like Munster stuff everywhere, like T-shirts and everything. Right. So like, I feel like they've... They're, they have like a quiet following, I feel right. like. And, so. and like you've pointed out, it's hard to ca- recapture the magic, you know, Fred Gwynn and mm-hmm. Al Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because even the episode we just watched, the Dragula episode, <laughs> like, I mean, some of their lines were really great. And yeah. uh, it's almost hard to envision other people doing it, but I, th- I think they can they could pull it off, you know, if they really yeah. wanted to. So, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh... Get Ben Stiller to direct it. Get somebody Boom. that loves the franchise and kind of understands what it's about, remembers the old stuff, but could still kind of manage new new comedy, you know? Get Oh, what about Dana Gould as Grandpa? Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Especially if they did a TV version. If yeah. it was a TV reboot, he would be perfect, because I could see him coming back for more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He would be a great Grandpa. Yeah. He's kind of like, what? I'm old enough to be Grandpa on this show now? <laughs> well, you know, but yeah, it's, he's... it's mostly makeup. It's, yeah, exactly. I mean, now Lewis wasn't as old as he was playing on mm. that show. He wasn't 105 or however old he was supposed to be. But he was born in thir- the 1300s, apparently. So oh, yeah, that's very right. Old. Oh, I can't wait to uh, really come up with a 
my perfect casting in my mind <laughs> so that I can be super disappointed this, when they finally make it. <laughs> here, here, you know, shout out to our listeners. Uh, who do you think should be cast yeah. in a reboot of the Munsters, whether it be for TV or movies, however you envision it? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and shout it out at us. Who do you think? Who is your favorite pick for Herman Munster? Or Cast Herman? them monsters. Cast them up. Well, well, I think we had a nice, fun discussion about the monsters. Yeah, we so, like the monsters. Monsters yeah. come home. That's right. We're ready. We're really excited that we got to meet the original Eddie Munster, Butch OG. Patrick today. He even kept the business card. So well, he asked so. if he could keep it. Yeah, he was like, "Can I keep this?" And we were like, um, "Yeah, you want to? That's awesome." Yeah, so hopefully, like, hopefully he's listening to this. Who knows? It could be. I guess that's about it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep slamming that evil. Keep busting. Ah, monsters! Thank you for listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You can find us on Instagram at Half-Assed Horrorcast, Facebook at Half-Assed Horror, Twitter at HA Horrorcast. And you can send us an email at halfassedhorrorcast at gmail.com or visit our website, halfassedhorrorcast.com. Yeah.